Hello and welcome to Faking Lit, a book club podcast in which I sit down with some very good friends and we talk about the book that we have read. My name is Shinsi and I am currently recording this by myself in my flat on Sunday. Uh, there, there is no proper episode today uh, because um, I was away on holiday this weekend. Uh, I've just come back from a lovely weekend with friends in the countryside. I'm very tired, very tired right now, and um, because obviously I wasn't able to record an episode this weekend with the rest of the gang, we decided that I would put out a Clips episode. Yes, it's part two of the best of 2017, which I know that I said was going to come out the week following part one, but I didn't do that because, well, yeah, you know, I think it's very obvious by now that I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm winging it at any given time. I, and some people might even argue that I don't really even know anything about the books that we discuss. To which I say, y- you're wrong. I do. I spend a lot of time reading those books, you know? And very occasionally, I, I understand those books as well. Uh, but look, that's beside the point. Um, this is Eclipse episode. Um, and you know what? The first part, I will say that, like, uh, I'm not expecting anybody to get through the first part. Uh, a lot of the older episodes suffered from sound problems um, because I hadn't invested any money in um, any sound equipment. But as you can he- hear from the crispness of my voice, um, we have invested in some decent equipment now. So part two, we'll see, um, you'll notice that a lot of the clips are actually much better sound quality than um, the first part. It's great, isn't it? You can see us grow and develop as a podcast over the course of this next hour. What fun. What fun for you. How I envy you. Um, I just want to say one more thing before I get out of the way and let the show take its, um, take its course. Uh, we are doing a live show at Waterstones Tottenham Court Road on the 29th of March. It's an Easter special and we'll be discussing, uh, Dan Brown's The Da Vinci Code. Yes, that big old blockbuster Jesus secrets thing. We're, we're going to be talking about it. We're going to have some special guests. It'll be fun. Come on down. Tickets cost £4. And um, we'll probably be having drinks afterwards. Come and join us. It'll be fun. Please. It will be fun. I, I Yeah. Yeah. It will be fun. Yeah. Got it that time. All right, then. I'm getting out of the way. Okay. Bye-bye. I love you. Uh, the the school in uh, the village of Slad. Um, now, uh, contrary to like, it's easy to sort of write off this sort of like um, small little town in the middle of nowhere as being like vaguely kind of like um, backwards in their thinking, and it's, you, you want to think that like um, like they have an educational system in place and what they've been taught, and how does that even work? Um, and in this case, we have the village school, which is and the dame teacher is referred to as Krabby B. Um, owing to a predilection for suddenly hitting out at the boys for no apparent reason. Mm. Um, however, she meets her match in Spadge Hopkins, a burly local farmer's boy who leaves the classroom one day after placing her on top of one of the cupboards. <laughs> like, which is, uh, that's a power move. It's like literally like, hey, it's maths. No, it isn't. Pick up, drop in cupboard, walk out of class. Go on top of the cupboard. Yeah, top of the cupboard. And she couldn't get down from the cupboard. She was stuck on top of the cupboard. Why could she is... not get down from the cupboard? I don't she know. A hedgehog? What you <laughs> I think. Yeah, I think. I think she was like. The How idea. tall is the cupboard? Uh, this is what I want. How tall is the boy? To, yeah, to put her up there. Well, with a name like Spadge Hopkins, I oh. imagine he's a monster of a man, really. Um, mm. Just some sort of big boy beast, I guess. Uh, 
Uh, but I like the idea that he just decided, I don't want to learn anything today. <laughs> I'm just going to put the teacher on top of the cupboard and carry on with the rest of my day. Yeah. And there's nothing she can do about it. Mm. Well, Johnny and I did some research into this boy, Spedge. And uh, we found some really interesting stuff about him. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I mean... Spatch Hopkins, uh, like, usually, he was the last farm that was to, yeah. to, to be mechanized in the UK. Oh, yeah. okay. So yeah. he could just, like, he had the strength of himself to pull a plow or, or throw a teacher. He refused yeah, yeah. to use um, water buffalo for that. Absolutely. But he, only... <laughs> he refused to use all kinds of animals. He refused to use giraffes <laughs> or snakes. He said they're not appropriate and we don't have access to them. He was a, uh, you know... Somebody brought him a giraffe of his farm and, said, and he said, no, nope, and put that giraffe in the cupboard. <laughs> he used to, for mischief, he would go to, like, uh, any teachers, doctors, anyone who could sign your passport uh, and just, just throw salt in all their lands. <laughs> now you buy from the Hopkins. No one messes with Spadge. Remember that name. So when the farmers came up to him, Oi, did you get salt my land? Nope. Top of the cupboard with you. We keep some there like trophies. It's like, yeah. eventually, after about five years, most of the village of Slad because they're living together in a big cupboard. You no, know, just the, the whole village just moves up four meters. So everyone's living, they've rebuilt the whole town. On top of a cupboard. They only use the first story of all the buildings. They never forget about the ground floor. I mean, it makes sense. It's like, there's no way to get down from this cupboard, so we're going to have to change the way we live and incorporate the cupboard into our <laughs> everyday activities now. Oh, can, is there any way you can build the grocers at top of cupboard level so I can <laughs> do my shopping? Because <laughs> I can't get down. Yeah, Spaz put me on top of the cupboard. I'm sorry, I can't make well, it. Welcome, to... <laughs> welcome to the community. <laughs> Spadge Hopkins had a deleterious effect on the village of Slad, um, but it is the only village that is basically at cupboard length above sea level. Um, mm -hmm. Beautiful story, beautiful story. Um, obviously, like Krabby B, owing to the fact that she's stuck in the cupboard uh, and can't get down, is no longer able to teach at the school anymore, and she's replaced by Miss Wardley from Birmingham, who wore sharp glass jewellery and imposes discipline that is looser but stronger. Mm. Now, do you think, comparing these two teachers, Krabby B, and her um, her random outbursts of violence against the boys, and Miss Wardley from Birmingham, who is um, looser but stronger, as in the words of Laurie Lee. Like, is this, what does it say about the way that life is progressing in the village of Slad? Do uh, you feel this is a this is in, indicative of the way of, of that like uh, the modern world is reaching the sort of backwater village? Mm -hmm. Well, it's like in Spadge Hopkins era, it was kind of ah. Uh... <laughs> A Lockean state of nature. It's a war of all against all, where yeah, anything yeah. can happen for no reason. Yeah, you can just yeah, be yeah. struck or in retaliation. You know, you can put your your teacher on top of a cupboard. <laughs> but then comes Miss Waldy from Birmingham, yeah. and they've got canals there, so they've got yeah. all kinds of. There's yeah, a huge yeah. pile of dirt in the city centre. I don't know if yeah. you've seen that. It's great. Um, <laughs> but there is. Go and check bagels. Um, I will check it out. It sounds great. I'll research it. I think like Miss Wardley, I see her as like similar to the character of Michelle Pfeiffer in Dangerous Minds. Instead of like yeah. reaching out to the kids though by putting her chair around the other way around and saying like, let's talk, real talk. Miss Wardley came in and just destroyed all the cupboards inside. <laughs> she just destroyed them all and Spaz Hopkins up. Damn it, that's, that's, that's the end of me. I can't put anybody on top of cupboards anymore. I guess I'm going to have to learn maths now. <laughs> It's the end of uh, an era. It was, yeah. it was. For the best though, like I said, this is a book about the inexorable 
march of progress and time. And I think the um, that scene where Miss uh, Wardley just destroys all the cupboards in Slad. Mm. Um, which is the source from which uh, Spadge, being a minor god, gets all his power. <laughs> from cupboards. And yeah. now, it's, now it's, you know, monotheism is here to stay. Which has its advantages, but lacks the flavour of... Yes, indeed. Spadge Hopkins. Spadge Hopkins. Ah, oh, Spadge Hopkins. Like, again, another larger-than-life character. Spadge Hopkins and Percy from Painswick. That's what I love about this book. Mr. Trying to shit on me now. No, I, Josh. I think it's the only thing that I'm can destroy. Side, I'm uh, on your side, Josh. I think there's nothing wrong with giving up bump up to the needy. Um, I, was, I was, I was, I was against it initially, but um, I, because I was speaking from the point of view of a bold man who was insulted by the idea that I'd put um the hair of an adolescent male on top of my head and pretend, yeah, that's my hair now. Isn't it convincing? Um, not down with that. But if it's to a kid who's struck down with serious illness, like. And he wants a beard. I'm down with that. But it, but like you, you or I could even wear one. Like if we paid for it, you know. It's like if I if I like shave. You know, sometimes you shave a bit too much, and you're like, oh, shouldn't shave so much. And then you got to get it back. Yeah. You got to put a little bit of artificial bum fluff on. It's tasty stuff. Tasty stuff. Well, no, I'm not eating it. Oh, okay, sorry. I'm not eating it. <laughs> you probably wouldn't have tried it there. You don't eat the hair, it's hoping that it g- g- no, comes out your face. No, 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 come on, it's just like, it's right there. It's, it's nice. You know, if someone donate, what if someone donated a handlebar moustache for you to use as a wig? <laughs> yeah, and they were really big, so it like went over your whole head, like yeah. like when See, like a Wendy. That was actually, that's actually very similar to a haircut I had when I was seventeen. So I'd be totally fine with that. It'd be like a look back, the curtains look, the handlebar curtains look. That's, that's handlebar pre- curtains. Yeah, handlebar curtains have just come down. Like a teenage monopoly guy. Pretty much, yeah. Like a million, a millionaire teenage monopoly guy. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I, I have no problem with that. Like, get, get the handlebar massage. I'm thinking of other possible like, bit, hairs that look good on the lower part of your head and the top part of your head. Uh, imagine having a goatee on your head, for example. That'd That's a good. strong look. Strong look. Uh, What's this is that alright with again? you, Tom? Is that alright with you, Tom? Uh, is that some sort of like moral upheaval in in society, having a, a beard uh, on your head? I, I'm stirring. I'm, yeah, I can feel. <laughs> so he's a man I'm, I'm not very I'm conservative not. views of what's acceptable. <laughs> Let the kids have their bum fluff. Let the kids have their bum. And fluff. let anyone up for whatever hair they want, anywhere they want it. Well, we, we, well, it we, doesn't affect you. But I think this is an important discussion, guys, because we are look, <laughs> the fact that we've had such a like passionate discussion about things like donating just hair, just hair, just hair, just hair, just hair. What does it mean when you face like if we lived in a society where you have clones? Clonors like Kathy, Tommy, and Ruth giving up their organs and just sort of like saying, This is the way it works. But they're not donations, though, actually. So, because they're just being taken from them, it's more like you, tax being taken from your wages. It's more organ tax, really. The tax, you know, you are, you are paying. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and there's not, not, not many loop ways around it. You can't really send your kidneys out to the Cayman Islands no, or. <laughs> True. I mean, that, that'd be like a, a, a great sort of like workaround move. You've kept all your organs in an offshore account, yeah. but you end up Jimmy dead Carl. anyway because you actually had to put them in an offshore account, just leaving this shutting down body. Or yeah. you just Jimmy Carr has like six livers and. Uh, <laughs> sorry. 
interrupted. Yeah, take that, Jimmy Carr. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> How do they match the organs to the to the to the recipient? Clone. <laughs> no, you see, funny you say Tinder. They could have an app called Grinder. They can call it Organ Grinder. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> and how would that work? You'd just flip, you'd be flicking through, and it would just be like a picture of like. It only be gay, gay men's organs, by the way. A splattered out like uh, kidney, like yeah. in in a metal. Oh, by the receptacle. way, make sure you download the right app as well, because if you get the wrong app, you're in for a surprise. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. So you just you be like, like one kind of organ, really. Yeah, yeah. Kind of long. Yeah. Oh, like the look at this guy's beard. <laughs> Uh, you turn up on a date where you, you, you turn up on a date it's a really weak pale looking ill guy <laughs> a sense of loss in his eyes he doesn't even have any bum fluff that's how he is because he's already done it <laughs> yeah. so you have never left London I've never left Zone 1. Never left Zone 1 in London? No. Okay. I was, I was born in uh, Oxford Street. Mm, okay. That's pretty London. Yeah. In Amlis? Amlis? Is Amlis on Oxford Street or is yeah. it on Regent Street? Doesn't Hamleys also have a beef eater on the logo? Oh, it does, it's very yeah, 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 that's where I was born then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm glad we talked your memory of your birthplace. Like, good, we, good thing that we put, noticed that thing about the logo of Hamleys. <laughs> Um, okay, so like you were born in Hamleys, um, the home of beef eaters, uh, beef eaters and bears. Uh, that's where yeah. they make the beef eater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where they invent. Well, I don't know if it was invented there, but like it's a good place to get a beef eater if you want. Like, uh, um, so that's that's the most London thing I can think of. Possibly. Now I live above the Angus Steakhouse. <laughs> Which one? There's many of them. The Wait, one on you live above the Angus Steakhouse, not the beef eater ste- steakhouse. No, the Angus one. It's the best steak. I don't like the beef eater steakhouse. Much prefer Angus steak. It's good to la song. You can get a steak there for seventeen ninety five. Okay, that makes <laughs> which sense. Is, which I mean. is cheap. Does it come with the ketchup? Well, I would need that, obviously. I chuck out all the vegetables and the tips and whatever. <laughs> and just the beef. Just the just beef. beef. Just the beef. And the ketchup. And ask so. them not to season it in any way. Oh, uh, did he? Oh, oh how do you have? Your, okay, this is an question, important question. How do you have your steak? Uh... Either well done or rare. <laughs> <laughs> just nothing in between. Yeah, okay. okay. You, so you have one part, one half of the steak is just burnt and the other half is raw. But I've invented the, the beef sandwich, which is... Uh, I thought well you done, invented that. But it's okay. a well done steak. Yeah. A rare yeah. steak in the middle <laughs> with another well done steak at the top. Wow. It's a sandwich. Okay, okay. You're just basically using well-done steak as bread, basically. Yeah. Okay, all right. Um, Got to improvise. <laughs> wow, you really do love beef. I, I, I don't love it. I have to eat it. <laughs> Wait, you hate... What, you don't love beef? You don't I'm love fucking bored of it. <laughs> but I have to eat it for my magical powers. Oh, wow, okay. And what magical powers which you will reveal to us <laughs> in good time? Well, I don't remember what they are. Okay, yeah, okay. Fair enough, fair enough. Est-ce que je peux question? Yes, sure. Uh, the question I have is, why so much about eating cow uh, when you are a bee feeder? <laughs> what is not uh, the little bee who makes the honey and his, his little feet? Why, why, why are you putting feet on a bee? Uh, and you eat all this meat? I do not understand. 
Well, every man's going to have an RB, haven't they? I put, I put, I put <laughs> feet on bees half the time. <laughs> every time I protect... Well, I put their feet on the bees because the bees protect the queen. Obviously. Oh, maybe also... He's the queen bee. J'avais oublié. She's the queen bee. Yeah, queen of the bees. So this fit because you put on a bee. Uh, how big are they? What size shoe does the bee wear? Not point, no, 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 one. Uh-uh. Well, you know, they say uh, about uh, the size of your feet. If you're a bee, <laughs> why is your feet you're a bee? Stop having feet. So you, so you eat bees? No, I feet bees. <laughs> your feet, what your feet be? I feet, I feet bees. Fuck. So, I started on my own. I started my own rap production label. Okay. Is it? And every every song will feet one B. Okay. So buzzing away. So have you got a, a website called Buzzfeed? <laughs> Buzz, yeah. Is that your charity website? Oh, you've yeah. got okay. okay. Well, you're also a charity man as well. We're on a B feet charity. <laughs> I get some. I get some funding from the crowd. stave off uh, an orgasm is that they think about football yeah. so what do you do as a footballer who's probably thinking about football all the time well if I think about football it happens too quickly <laughs> so, so what I, do you think yeah. about I have to think about sex <laughs> so, what do you, so in order to stave off like uh, so when you're ready to come you think like okay Football. That was a good goal. Oh, and that's it. You're done. You're yeah, because I've got, I've got a fetish called footballophilia. <laughs> I don't think that's a thing. Okay. <laughs> What's the Latin for football? Uh, well, football wasn't around in Roman times. So they'd have to call it footballophilia. They'd call it football. Okay. Not okay. All right. I'll accept no, well, that. Ped, ped, ped is foot. So they would have got it. Pedo- and what's ball? Okay, yeah. Ped- pedophilia, I think they would have called it. Uh... <laughs> what's ball in Latin? There must be a word for ball. Yeah, what is boring Latin? If you know the answer to this question, why don't you write <laughs> in to us at fakingitpodcasts at gmail.com. Uh, subject Heather. It's probably ball <laughs> in Latin. I think we're looking it up now. Why? <laughs> we get... Fairer. Ah, it would be. Oh, Ped's Fairophilia. Well, that's what I have. <laughs> okay, good. Now that you've got a name for it, it suddenly seems like a real that's thing. That's why we're in the. Pess, actually, so it'd be. Pesferophilia. Ah, that's why in my late career I was injured so much because my condition became so debilitating that as soon as I kicked a ball, I would instantly orgasm. And it's very hard to walk and run when you've got an erect penis. <laughs> Is there, was that a lot of blood that you could have been otherwise using for foot kicking things? Foot kicking stuff. That's why I decided to join Stoke City because what they play is so far away from football <laughs> that I figured it would be alright. <laughs> oh, we're just burning everyone today. Oh, so good, so good. Uh, anyway. Presumably a third leg would come in quite useful. In no, because huh? it's, it's best big. with two legs. Well, like. I would have said that like, maybe it's not that big. Like, if it was a bit bigger, maybe you could, it could be, yeah. uh, like, it would have been a bit ha- how big is your dick? <laughs> it is an average sized penis. So, so, it's, not, so it's not 10. <laughs> so, it's not, so it's not like. It's 10 centimetres. Three <laughs> feet long. <laughs> it's 10. Is that, is that 10 centimetres? That's accurate. That's about right. I'll take that. Yeah, I'll take that. And what's your sperm count? Uh, 10, 10 million. million. <laughs>
Or 10 million. <laughs> oh, is that very high? I don't know what an average sperm count is. That's actually impossibly high. You're the most <laughs> man in the world. I don't love that. You just got 10 sperm. Just 10. It's about quality, not quantity, isn't it? No, I think with sperm it is just quantity. But they're big. They're really big. Yeah, it's, just like, it's, it's actually painful when, you, like, when it comes out. Good. Okay. Well, um, guys, we're almost reaching the end of our conversation uh, about uh, Stephen King's it. Uh, I can't believe. I, so I oh, still dear. can't believe she had sex with all oh, of them. Wait, Michael. I just got to go back one second. Is you got ten million sperm per what quantity of, of semen? Uh, in every ten millimeters. <laughs> no, you're, you're, I take that back. You're very infertile. <laughs> A low, a low sperm count is, is considered lower than 15 million sperm per single millimetre. <laughs> and you have 10,000. You have no, 115. You have 115. Oh, that explains why none of my 10 wives have been able to get pregnant. I keep on divorcing them because of their inability to get pregnant. Uh, and... And it turns out it was me all along. Can you can you consult your friend uh, and ex England goalkeeper David Seaman? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe we can sort David Seaman is just his name. <laughs> <laughs> intricacies, can't you, son? Well, if you go, if you call somebody Alice, they go Alice, Alice. Who the fuck is Alice? How do you know that? How do you know that song? You brought up in Alabama, in the US of A. That is the most British song ever. Well, I mean, I hate to break it to you, Alice, but uh, Alabama was once part of the United Kingdom. Okay, you're going to have to walk me through this. Well, America was part of Yeah, but not 12 years ago when you were born. (laughs) Yeah, 12 years a slave. Uh, under under Ameri- can- UK control. <laughs> You're just collecting words. What is your answer, boy? Do you know what? You two are full of shit. Oh. I wouldn't be surprised if you weren't even father wow. and son, but some sort of elaborate con man. Uh, are, are, are you really yeah. 12 years old? Yeah. <laughs> It took us an hour. It took us an hour, but we finally figured out these guys are full of shit. You don't even. You don't even. You don't even look related in any way. Now I've come to think of it. Are you even Jewish? Just because I'm black doesn't mean. Just because I'm black. Just because he's not my dad. You can still be white and I can be black. Boy, I, we should come clean. I'll be already clean. That's why I circumcise myself. <laughs> we should come clean. Tell, tell the truth. Tell them who we are. Do you guys want the truth? Yes. Can you handle the truth? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> okay, this is going to have a lot of impact on our interpretation of the story now. So do go on ahead and... What? Your interpretation of the book is going to be impacted by you revealing what you really are. So we're going to have to start the podcast again. We're going to have to make all your points. We, we could if we wanted to, but I think at the same time, Jimmy here is going to explode you on that story. No, you told me not to, to say anything. I, you, I'll, give, gonna, you, I'll gonna, give you permission now. You said that before, like you, you're crying wolf. You're going you're gonna to beat me Darwin, again. I give you permission. <laughs> no, Darwin. 
That's your real name. <laughs> we don't believe in evolution. Why, why would you call me Darwin? Oh, dear, he's been in the act too long. <laughs> he's lost touch of all reality. Oh, my goodness. This is like, it's because you kept hitting him and feeding him testosterone. That's why. Okay, okay. What? Why don't you tell us uh, the truth, uh, Mr... If Bryce Starbond Senior, if that is your real name, I don't think it is. I don't think it is. I think it might be Darwin Senior. I think he. I think when he called you a bitch, he really meant it. I don't <laughs> think it was a term of endearment either. We are undercover policemen. <laughs> <laughs> We're partners in crime. We've been trying to catch Donkey Kong in the act of throwing barrels at plumbers. And this is part of your investigation for the last eighty-two years. <laughs> Isn't that right, Darwin? <laughs> Darwin McGonagall. Wow, he's just gone with it now. He's like not even fighting it anymore. <laughs> it seems that Darwin has accepted the truth really easily and really suddenly as well. Don't you remember, boy? Your name is Darwin McGonagall. <laughs> I can't tell anymore, Chen. He's had me in a basement underground. So long. We needed it. Monkey needed to believe <laughs> that we needed to trick the monkey. Right, let me guess. And what's, so what's your name? Grease Steelbacks. <laughs> <laughs> so your first name is Grease. Right, the country or the substance? <laughs> or the substance. Okay. Grease Steelbacks. Okay. Grease right. Steelbacks. Like a porn name. Well, we've been running this this here Starbound wooden petrol barrel company. So that is actually a genuine We're deep undercover. <laughs> we build it from the ground up. I mean, you have been in this in a sting identity. operation. I'd assume you were deep cover because you have been doing this for 82 years, apparently. I don't remember my own accent. <laughs> Are you even Jewish? I, 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 I don't know what's real now. <laughs> Am I, um, Jesus Christ is not real. Jesus Christ is not real. Moses is the one true love. But Darwin and I have come here on a mission. Mm-hmm. And a mission to capture Donkey Kong. <laughs> okay. okay, and it, it's, I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's not been going well. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's not been great, no. So not. why did you... Why are we hitting Darwin? <laughs> For authenticity. <laughs> I need Donkey Kong to believe. He only listens to the first 45 minutes of podcasts. He never gets, he never finishes a podcast. I've seen his history on his iPhone. <laughs> but, but. We're safe now. We can why talk. does it make it more believable if you hit him? Well, well no, we neither can get to, get, get to character. He's a bad cop and I'm a good cop. Bad cop, good cop. Good cop, yeah. Bad so, cop. So a mediocre cop. In the middle. Uh, he, I he, think they're both thoroughly mediocre. No, they're not very good at what they do. Share from them. Well, I'm a peace loving man in my in my grease steel back. <laughs> yes, grease steel backs. That's your name. Focus, focus, grease. Focus. My son, my real. I have a real son. I just remembered. I have a real son. What's his name? Mediocre guy. <laughs> Oh, he was in a previous podcast about 20 episodes ago. No, that was, you know my son? That was you. <laughs> that was you. Saying, I'm so mediocre like, yeah, cop. you're a mediocre cop. You're like, my you're son. Not- 
<laughs> so I'm his son. No, no, no. That's not actually mediocre cop. That was a scenario you played out. Not okay. like you're not genuinely mediocre. Look, guys, we're all losing yeah. a grip on what's real now, okay? Like, we need to focus. We need to focus. You are Bruce Steelbacks. You are Darwin. Darwin McGonagall. Darwin McGonagall. And you're that often. You're not mediocre cop. Mediocre cop was never a person. On this show, it was a scenario you played out. Fair enough. Okay. I'm Good. Alice Burden. And I'm Chinsey, obviously. And but... uh, we are pigs, but we don't eat pigs. Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> and another reference to the fact that you're Jewish. Good. I'm glad you we are really that Jewish now. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Still holding on to that vestige you, of your identity. Are you still anti-Semitic <laughs> underneath the layers? No, I love, I love Jews. I love Jews, but I need Donkey Kong to believe that I don't like Jews. Why? Donkey Kong is notoriously uh, a member of the, the alt-right. So <laughs> I need to trick Donkey Kong into thinking he's safe yeah. with me. He doesn't like it- Italians. He does not like Italians. <laughs> And which I am. <laughs> You're Italian. Can I just ask you, what are you trying to arrest Donkey Kong for? What's he accused for, of? For throwing barrels at plants. I think, think you would have caught him red handed at this point. There's a video game in which he's actually doing that. that, that, that it's sounds circumstantial, <laughs> boss. <laughs> I don't know about that. It seems pretty clear cut to me. We've taken him to cart and double jeopardy happened seven times. Oh, <laughs> 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 Okay, all right. I think at this point you might have to let this investigation go, guys. We're so close. It's, t- it's time to come home. If it's we can get to, to the home. end of this review, I think we can find Peace. some okay. information that might be able to help us track Donkey Kong. I'll be honest, I'm not very hopeful about that. But like, yeah, by all means, let's focus on the book. But it's time to come home, guys. I think it's it's it's. I think we're nearly reaching the end of this uh, of this discussion. That has been very very uh, confusing. Illuminating, <laughs> I was going to say. Um, it's been Lily. <laughs> So many things. That's one of the lessons I learned from this book. Cat hands. So I'm um, cat, like, cat hands is. Can I get in on that? Uh, was that your invention? I just yeah, assume everything. Yeah, we trademarked it already. Was... Oh, yes. We, we own that. Do you want to buy a stake in cat hands? Cat hands. Yeah, I'll sell you twenty five percent of the business for twelve pounds. <laughs> okay. That doesn't sound like a good deal as your publicist. Um, All right. How much, How much do you think we should sell twenty five percent of cat hands for? You want to give him 25% of cat hands? I'm thinking a cool 1%. You can have it. Why should he have it in the first place? He's not the one who's invented it. I'm excited for cat gloves. I think that's coming yeah, next. That's ah, that's the thing. I've, I trademarked that, you see. Well, who's your no! <laughs> I trademarked that. So your cat hands are going to be tearing up all the jumpers and blankets. And everyone's going to get angry at you. And no one's going to be able to own a cat hand without having a cat glove. We're going to have to merge. Yeah. But you don't have a puppy. Well, you can buy me out. Okay. Oh. oh my god, it's like that Facebook thing, isn't it? It's Facebook 2.0. <laughs> it's, this time it's bookier. <laughs> yeah, okay, alright. My offer is... stands on the table. This what is, is your offer? You've not yeah. had an offer. Oh, it does. Oh, it does. Oh, it does. You've not even tabled an offer. It tabled and it, and it, yeah. How much do you want for cat gloves? Oh, I, enough. I want enough. He wants enough. Do we have to enough? To be it. I don't know. Can you check? Uh, I'll, I'll tap into the UK garage. This offer minutes. expires at midnight. Like, this is like the worst version of the social network ever. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I'm, I'm going to consult with Yao Ming. 
silly things. Is he your publicist? No, he's. I. I. Well, I mean, this this bit's kind of interesting because, like, yeah, Yao Ming is like a giant, right? So I was like, oh, what's it like when you're bigger than everyone? About this bit, like this new bit on Brobdenag, um, part two. So I also thought, like, well, then what's it also like to be really small? So I also f- put on on, on four four channels. Well. I said, are you really small? Please call call me if you are. And then Nicki Minaj phoned me. <laughs> And then I was so, so <laughs> I had like I both really I had both sides of the coin. Oh yeah, she's not tall. Uh, she, that's not the thing that she's, she's five foot four. Is she now? Yeah. Wow. I I you know what? Not enough time to look that up right now. But I'm gonna take your word. She for said it. it wasn't that bad being small. Okay. So I think Gulliver's like whinging. Mm. Okay, okay. And no, but no one makes her fight giant wasps. That's very true. So she's kind of privileged in that respect. But similar, and also similar to um, Gulliver, um, my, uh, who, uh, who seems obsessed with describing all these huge body parts in uh, uh, Brobdenag. Um, Nicki Minaj also focuses on body parts in her song. Oh music, dear! Right? Yes, That's what does. happens when you're small. You just look at the big body parts of everybody around you, and just I'm really... small. I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I, you're, not do, you're not being small right then it's you're doing it wrong yeah. you're doing it wrong you're doing it wrong oh you've shit gotta, I've been doing it wrong all these years yeah. you've, got, you've got to focus on it and keep talking about it in the in the book that you write saying like well, look how big everything is right. oh it's so big I'm going to start doing it as soon as I leave this apartment I'm going to start looking at big body parts <laughs> if you want to get a photo of Yao Ming's like ankle or something like that then I can, send it I can to hook me. you up yes please oh. does he have a particularly big ankle Oh, it's huge. He's also got quite a big forehead, but it's all in proportion, so you don't notice it that much. He's like, um, he, he seems like a fetishist dream come true. Like, oh, um, if you're into like ankle stuff or forehead stuff, like, um, elbow skin, elbow stuff. skin stuff. Like, yeah, that's a very, very like, um, specialist sort of thing. But like, his I belly like, button's got the radius of an orange. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> I, I've noticed that though, like, I'm like, I've no, have, you got that, have you got that in Google autocomplete when you type in somebody's name and it follows up with like, uh, like famous actor, actress, and then it says elbow skin afterwards. Like, Google knows. Oh, yeah. Google yeah. knows. Oh, Google yeah, knows yeah, what yeah. you're into. They just, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. My cat gloves is off the table, by the way. What? Put it back. Okay, fine. Thank you. No, what's cooler than a million cat hands? A billion cat hands. Shit, right. trademark. Yeah. <laughs> got it. That's not how trademarking works. <laughs> I I I I'm I'm, I'm saying, the garage garage swords guy. If Mr Mr Branches, could you please give us a, 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 an explanation about how trademarking works? Because I've been doing pretty well up until now, from my understanding. Well, <laughs> from my understanding, you have to do a rap over a UK garage beat at the trademarking office, which is a car park in Clapham. Hmm. And then why you... everything is a car park? <laughs> and then or you... a garage, yeah. Oh, garage. A garage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then Big Kev says it's trademark. Big Kev. Big Kev. So if we got Big Kev on the phone, Elena, do you want him on this? No, Billion cat hands. it just feels like a weird deal, and I'm still working out my relationship to big parts of people. So I don't have time for it now. But thank you for the offer. Are you sure? Because what could, if it was we could, a we could get this some um, rap out of the way right now? What if it was a uh, a Maine Coon hands? They're the biggest type of cat. A what? Sorry, Maine Coon. A Maine Coon. Yeah, from Maine. A coon from Maine isn't that? A, is that a raccoon or is that? No, a... it's not a racist term. <laughs> well, well. It's just a, it's not, 
I just said, I didn't say that. I said <laughs> raccoon. You know what a raccoon is? An animal. I've never heard of raccoons. It's a type of cat. They're a large, fluffy cat. Mancoons, aren't they? Yeah. A man. They look a bit white. A mancunian. Oh, okay. You you brought up a Google search to prove you're not racist. Okay. Are they bigger? Show than it to the podcast. <laughs> not quite. Not quite leopards. Yeah, oh, it just looks like a normal sized cat. No, they're big. It's a big old, beautiful, fluffy cat that's like, um, they would make great hands, I'm just going to say mm. right What now. about tigers then? And oh, tiger hands. Big cat hands. Mm, mm. Big cat hands. I love it. I love it. Oh, lions. Even better. Let's go for the biggest cats. A liger. That's the biggest cat. Is that the biggest cat? Well, Ligers. Ligers. Oh. It's true. We take the cat paws. Okay. We sell them. It's a business idea for us. All right. All right. In rap form. We take the cat paws, we cut them off, we put the bodies in the car. Okay! Oh, yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. How, how does that help? I had Big Kev on the phone and he was in a car park, so I think you, you might have just got it. Did you get that, Big Kev? He said, yes. Congratulations. Thank you. This is how business is done. Um, I'm very Soon I'll be known as more the sauce guy. <laughs> more sauces and cat hands. Yeah. Sauce and cat hands. How about, uh, how about math rock, math rock sauce? <laughs> you talk about these ideas with me before you say them. <laughs> I really do. You, I, I think so too. You got, like, anybody can just sort of like listen to this and steal your ideas now. Shoegaze, shoegaze fajitas. Stop this! <laughs> You're just giving away money! Oh, so a year later, I was two. Okay. So I was only a child for... When does when does a man enter adulthood? I'd say around six, uh, in my experience. In your so opinion. I was only a child for three years, and then I had to go out and make my own way in the world. What's your markerhood of adulthood? Uh, what did you do at six that you can do at five? It's when I first killed Princess Diana. <laughs> <laughs> and again, I've... I'd like to apologise on his behalf. Uh, you're very sorry about that, aren't you? Yeah, well, I mean, she might have been a threat to the Queen. She, she wasn't, though. Mm. I mean, you, you firmly established that she wasn't. You Sometimes, got wrong. the best form of crime fighting is preventative, which I think is Anne's point about the killing of children. Absolutely. What? So you're some sort of minority report, like... Pre-con. Yeah, I've got a bunch of birds uh, floating mm. in the pool who tell me that stuff. Okay, okay, all right. I don't know about this... In many ways, and, <laughs> using that logic, then, and you are kind of like you're on board with this. You're a pre like preemptive crime fighter because all like, by killing kids, you're preventing them from being criminals. Is that That's what right. you're saying? Okay, I, I don't know about this. I, I I believe in things like due process. Uh, I believe in the legal system. Like uh, like you can't just kill people without like a lawyer involved. You know, at the very least, as a lawyer. No, you come on. Come on now. How many th- You're the Chinese restaurateur. Yes, I trained as a lawyer. That's. So are you saying if I have a lawyer, I'm allowed to kill children? I said it shouldn't happen without at least a lawyer being okay. involved. So, so a lawyer if you just join me now. Yeah, but we have to argue. The, go kill we have to argue children. the merits about whether it's right to kill. Uh, if your lawyer can present an, uh, a, a compelling enough case as to why a child should die, then I see. Yeah, why not? Court is in session. Wait, hold on a second, hold on a second, hold on a second. Hold on. I demand the session of court be approved. Are you, are you, uh, which child are we arguing should die? Now, now, Anne, 
I'm going to represent you in this court of law. Okay. Okay. I'm a bit out of practice, and I've been mostly concentrating on how to run and name my infinite network of chat bad Chinese restaurants. I'm sharpening your pen. Yeah, that's oh, hold on a second, hold on a second. I, I can't. Sharp, I cannot. Then. I cannot convene the session without knowing what it is we whose death we are like arguing about. Wait, but can we just have the session now and then go kill the child afterwards? Well, who's the child first? It's any it's, child. Any child. Can we just God, do okay. a general? All right. Okay. Good, good, good. The terms are defined. Like, Gavin. So, we're the first child that you see. Yeah. No, but it's just all, right. all children. Uh, like, somebody somebody, has, somebody has to represent the child. Who's going to speak for the child if I'm going to judge this? Me, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so I, sound, I, you sound like you've been railroaded well, uh, into I do, it. I am a notorious child lover. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, this child is. This, I really feel sorry for this hypothetical child now. I'll protect the child as well. Alright, alright. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay. Okay, court is in session. I, I want to hear this. Right. Would, would the prosecution against this nameless child please present the case as to why this nameless child should die? Well, back on the plains of Kenya, when I was a young boy, the gazelle used to stride. Horns up on the earth, piercing through, like a sunbeam through a rich man's wallet. The trees swayed in the air, the wind blew dry, but hot. I mean, if anybody wants to object at any point, I, I, I can say you're allowed to do that. You're allowed to object at any point. I don't think it's... A mouse crawls up out of the ground. Hello, I'm a mouse, says the mouse. Nobody, really? Nobody's objecting to that. Well, let's see where he's going with this. <laughs> I, I, I'm the judge, and I'm already kind of like failing to see the point, but carry on, carry on, counsel. He looks up at Father. Mm-hmm. The other Chinese restauranter. <laughs> There's another Chinese restauranter. Please, order, order, order. If you're going to say something, at least object or whatever. All right, sorry. Carry Objectification. On. Please no, says the mouse. I... <laughs> What if I were a bear, says the mouse. Oh. Here we go, says my father. <laughs> Here we go. If you were a bear, I wouldn't let you near my dear boy. My dear little baby boy. The younger Chinese restauranter. The Chinese restauranter, Junior. <laughs> but if you weren't a bear, mm-hmm. now isn't that where the quandary lies? The law can only state for one case. <laughs> Two cases of whether something's a bear or not. The law is not equipped. You, the jury. You, the judge. You cannot be judge, jury, and executioner whether this is a baby bear or not a boy. (laughs) And on that basis, I rest my case. Go back to 1945. See what happened in Germany. And tell me what the truth is. Tell me whether Hitler should be allowed to live, because I have been back there. Oh, order, 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 please. And I don't think Hitler should order. be allowed to live. And you know what Hitler was? Order! A Hitler. baby, I rest my case! <laughs> I think a lot of that argument seemed to be against the murder of yeah. I can't, I can't understand what it was about, I, and I cannot believe that, you, that the defence just did not object to any point of his, like, of that. Because he was arguing against you. Are, I'm like, I'm, well, well, now's your chance to... I would like to replicate exactly what he said. Word for word. 
What is that? <laughs> Basically, that's your case. That's the case, yeah. We've got them right where we want them, don't worry. <laughs> it's a trap. I mean, if you, if you went back to 1945, I could be the baby that went on and assassinated Hitler. So, <laughs> the baby that exactly. assassinated Hitler? <laughs> You're mixing your metaphors, though. <laughs> Don't you mean killing baby Hitler as a baby? Or, or, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it was so, a baby. Wait, wait a second. So you want to, you're the baby in this situation that's killing a fully grown Hitler <laughs> rather than a fully grown man killing a baby Hitler before he's done anything bad. At, by 1945, you're a bit late, I'm just saying. You're a bit late. I'm, I'm not your child, mate. I'm, I'm, I'm like... So wait, so, yeah, late, late, late bloomer. But, so children, but also I killed Ava Brown as well, right? <laughs> Not just Hitler. A brave man, a brave baby, even. If one were so inclined as to be untrue unto the law, the law states, of course, that the one. Wait, hold it, oh. <laughs> Council, you had your chance to talk, and defence, get your act together. He's walking all over you. I don't think I said. Yeah. Favoritism. Object. I, what? No, you don't object. I, I, well, at least, at least you're objecting to something. But like, let him make his point. I'm gonna like overrule yeah, your you, objection. If you went to 1945 and killed, yeah, you you were saying like essentially, if you killed Hitler as a baby, you wouldn't have autobahns and things like that. But like, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> that was not the point. I was right. I'm not anti autobahns. <laughs> I'm not anti-motorway. I thought you wanted to undercut your hyperloop. I'm a Chinese <laughs> restaurant by trade, goddammit, and a damn good one at that. Okay. All right, I, I, I've heard enough. I've heard enough. Um, I'm going to make have to make a point. I think so. The defence just said if they were a baby and could travel back, they would not kill Hitler, and that is why we should kill babies. Okay. I mean, do you want to sum up? Like, I think the most <laughs> crucial argument of this whole session is that one day a baby could grow up. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good point. Um, aren't, aren't all babies just adults in waiting? It's like my favourite book, What Do Batman Believes Is? Oh, yes. Argues the core argument of that book okay. is that Batman believes that he is a baby and the body of a baby. That's true. That's true. But, uh, okay, I'm going to ask a question. <laughs> I'm going to ask a question right now. Like, you believe in killing children. Do you believe in killing adults? No. Then, by, I'd say that like by killing children, you're effectively Actually, killing no, adults. No, no, no. I take Oh, back. okay. No, no. no, no I, I, I refuse back. to listen to your take back. No, no. The no, person not can back. grow and change their opinion. Which I have just done in the last second. Me too. I changed my mind as well. Well, this, that wraps it up, I guess. Uh, case closed. I find for the defence. Congratulations, people. Uncle, uncle, uncle. What were we doing before that? Um, Talking about Paddington. Yeah, that's right. Paddington Bear. Paddington Bear. Right, Philip. Yeah. Oh, you know, uh, books about what animals dream of. Uh, like, there's this one book called uh, uh, "What Do Batman Be- Believes 
that he's in a book. <laughs> what, wait, what did Batman believe he's in a book? It's the name of your book. Yeah, yeah. Have you not read it? That's good. Okay, what's uh, what's this? Sounds like he can't read it. I, I, I can't. <laughs> Can't help but feel that like <laughs> you were infringing possibly on copyright there by actually mentioning no, Batman in the title. No, it's hyphenated. It's hyphenated. It's so bat. It's men that hold bats. <laughs> you know, like baseball bats. Right. And okay, hockey okay. bats. Uh, like we okay. love in Canada, we love <laughs> hockey bats. So what's the name of the title of the book again? What do Batman believe sis? <laughs> believe sis. What do Batman believe sis? No, Batman. What do Batman believe sis? Is. Is. Okay, okay. Right, what so. do Batman believe sis? <laughs> I don't know why you guys... Haven't you read so. it? No, you haven't read it? No. You invite me on your podcast to pr- promote my new book? I, I, you know, is that book? your new book? What do like Batman believe sis? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, when you What's say it, it like that, it sounds stupid, but in his accent, it's actually correct. What's it about? I oh, I think it's going to come out in the course of this book. Oh, yeah, let's see. see. I think you want to like, um, like, dull out the details. There are a lot of, of comparisons you can make between well, oh, yeah. Cuckoo's Night and your Who's book. on the cover of that with, one? Matt Damon. Matt, the Matt Damon, Damon and the Rock. Rock. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, guys, let's be a bit more serious. Yeah, okay. Look, <laughs> we got an offering, and you guys are making him look I've like moved you all to tears just with the with the title of my book. I'm I'm really glad that it touched you so deeply. Um, so you heard it here first. Um, what do ba- ba- <laughs> what do Batman believes is available at all good sh- bookshops now? Look for the book with the picture of Matt Damon and The Rock. On the cover, the upside down, the upside rock. down rock. Yeah, down rock. look out for the upside down rock. Okay, <laughs> guys. I now, know. can I say, is it always the rock is upside down, or do you ever put Matt Damon upside down? Uh, yeah, sometimes we alternate. We're we're a very equal society in Canada, so we're equal equal opportunities. <laughs> You're getting very emotional about this, Philip. I just love the rock so much. Okay, yeah. yeah I want. No, I follow, have you followed? The, do you follow the rock on Instagram? I don't, I don't. He's a good role model. Yeah? Uh, can you, like, um, give any example? Of I do. There's a picture of him upside down. There's a playing card. <laughs> is, is the... Ob- I just said, like, hashtag follow your dreams. <laughs> hashtag what do Batman believe is. <laughs> That's the sequel, isn't it? True, yeah. Airship Up. We're doing that next week. I thought Airship Up is the Pixar movie, isn't it? About yeah. the guy who like loses his wife um, to cancer, I think, um, and then decides to move house with balloons. But um, no, I, I I don't know why they did they mention it was actually cancer. I assumed it was cancer. What do you think it was? Could have been AIDS. So just <laughs> that's true. I I never I never thought about that way. Yeah, it could have been AIDS. But uh, when was the film made? Up. Oh. Uh, 2008, 2009, I believe. Okay. Siddhartha, you've got some sort of like health. You're a health guru. Yes, I am. In your opinion. It could what, have been many other things. It could have like been. Just age jumps. You've seen, brain. you've seen like, Upright. You've seen up, yes. right? From your medical opinion. What, upright? Is that the sequel? Yeah, Upright was the, uh, was, was not the sequel. I'm yeah. talking about the, like, uh, uh, what symptoms, up. what symptoms was, um, was the lady presenting with in that film? And could you make a informed diagnosis? Uh, yes, I think her, her chakras were misaligned. Okay, so she yes. died from misaligned chakras. Yes, I think so. AIDS. I, I mean, but AIDS. Yeah. No, I, 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 no, I, I do not think so. I know it was called up, but it wasn't called up the asshole. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> well, well, that's not actually. Through, 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 through I, the just on record. 
Wait, that show had a sequel. They made a sequel to a TV series called Through, that was through the Keyhole. So this was called Up the Arsehole. So this was Lloyd Grossman giving tours of celebrity arsehole. You know what? That'd be very difficult unless it's Richard Gere. And we see a gerbil up there. I don't know how we're finding out who the celebrity is. Maybe their diet. Because because uh, find a vegan. Gwyneth Paltrow, Gwyneth Paltrow, is a mm-hmm. good client of yes. mine. She doesn't. She only eats um, light energy and photons. So if you put an endoscope, up, photons. Yes, if you put What's a, that? If you, it's a light particle. <laughs> if you if you put an endoscope up Gwyneth Paltrow's ass, you can you can tell it's Gwyneth Paltrow. There's a there's so a light is, shining. Is this a service that you provide for all of your clients? Um, for, for some of them, yes. Does she see that? Does she? Does you show her the camera of her ass, or no? But she she knows that it's her own ass because uh, she has her head up her own ass. Um, sometimes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice. Nice. For other, uh, for other people, like, like a like joke the... doctor, isn't he? He's <laughs> like a joke doctor. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. What is it? How how, how how can you eat a photon? Is that that is that like a Vietnamese f- yeah. that's pho, isn't it? Or no, it's different. No, it's a pho. It's a futon. It's a futon. Futon. It's a couch. She eats. She eats sofas, which convert into beds. That doesn't sound healthy. It sounds really. That would weigh you down if you. That's bad advice. Can 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 we just? I just want to back up for a second, right? Um. Yeah. Back to up. Oh yeah. No, I want. I want to back up to the. Apparently, no, no. I want to back up to the sequel to Through the Keyhole called The Arsehole. Who commissioned that? Why is it a sequel? I mean, how what? How did it resolve the unresolved questions from Through the Keyhole? Was it a sequel that you'd make it? Through the Keyhole surgery be a more natural (laughs) sequel and something you could put on TV, and it'd be interesting as a documentary Keyhole surgery. We don't know that much about it, Mm. but they do. The doctors do, don't they? They know loads. uh, Keyhole, you have to make an unnatural hole. There's already a nice circular hole there. Why? Why? That's yeah. true. Why, why did you make an unnatural hole? Your 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 and, and title is also seems a bit more tasteful than up the arsehole, um, which is a bit on the nose, really. Uh, what's the show no, about? No, that's a different could part it, of could, could it have been bumhole? I feel like that would be a classier show. It's punchier. Yeah, you'd get pops. you'd get a uh, yeah. Well, arseholes do pop sometimes, but the uh, I think that like, you'd get a better audience if it was up the up the bumhole. Okay. That seems like it's a drug smuggling show, though, now, if you think about it's it. It's true. It's like Border Patrol, isn't it? Like, yeah. Border Patrol, up the arsehole. Like, yeah, this is a, that's, that's a yeah, sequel. Yeah, Maybe you got confused. <laughs> Border Patrol, yeah. now that's the first show, and then you've got the other one, up the arsehole. That I'm, is what, up the bumhole, sorry, apologies, listeners. The uh, and That's what they've found. Yep. Mm. I'm, I'm liking the, um, the arsehole, like, censored sequels to TV shows. Like they're all just sequels to TV shows, and they all revolve around assholes for some reason. Like this is, have you seen the sequel to Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? It's like Who Wants to Look Up My Asshole? Yeah, <laughs> air. air. Who wants to look up my assholes? Air. The air of my asshole. Chris, who's like when somebody dies, you get to be. You get their asshole. Essentially, you are the air of their asshole. Who wants to be the air of my asshole? So, Mr. Tarrant, you've come so in to I, pick your show. And this is a sequel to Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Yes. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, what's it called? Can I do it? So I feel like you are going to muck it up, Jen. Yeah, it's true. Who true. wants to be the heir of my arsehole? <laughs> Chris Tarrant so, is searching for someone who is going to get to keep his arsehole. Are they only, only the hole, not the cheeks? <laughs> when he dies, you know people. 
They donate their body for science. Wait, wait, Mr. He Tar- is donating just his arsehole. Mr. Tarrant, can I ask you, what, yes. how is this a sequel to Once <laughs> <laughs> Be a Millionaire? Because it doesn't seem to have much in common with the previous show. <laughs> First three words. Right. Who wants Still, to? That's, that's the end connection scene. Ten people, they do the fast, uh, they, 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 oh, the quick, the quick, what was it? The quick, <laughs> how quick can you find it? And then we get it narrowed down to one. Fast, fast, 50-50. It's 50-50, it's a picture of my arsehole and a picture of another person's arsehole. they got to guess which one's hurt. Phone a friend. Uh, you uh, phone one of my friends take and they away, have to describe... Could you, yeah, could you take away two of the arseholes and just leave yeah. two, two remaining yeah, arseholes? there's only two arseholes. So it starts off four arseholes. Sorry, that's it. I mean, you've seen the pitch. Hello, Mum. He knows the show better than myself. Hello, Mum. Mum? <laughs> yes? Yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's his son. It's his son. Um, I've got a question for you. Yeah? <laughs> Can you help me out? Go on, hun. Whose arsehole is this? Whose arsehole is this? What's it, what's it look like he's been eating? Oh, I think he's been eating a lot of peanut butter. Tarrant probably got a rich diet. Rich diet. Squish out. Okay. All right. Love you, mum. Love you, mum. Okay. That's my final answer. It's your arsehole, Mr. Tarrant. Ask the audience. Maybe you get their arseholes involved. Or they have a look. I mean, well, it could be... Yeah. Mr. Tarrant, I'm afraid it's going to be a hard pass. <laughs> I don't think I'll we're going to commission <laughs> Also spawned like Fifty Shades of Grey, most famously, in the way that like even though that Stephanie Meyer had written a series of books, for some people it wasn't saucy enough, and so Fifty Shades of Grey became a uh, erotica novel, which was effectively a bit of a slash fic, Twilight slash fic from a Twilight fan who just thought I just want more sex scenes in this uh, in this mm. story. It's relatively chaste, actually. Twilight, absolutely mm. chaste. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. Uh, they don't really. Like, I mean, like like um, Alice said in the later books, they break the bed eventually. Um, but, yeah, but they're just jumping up and down on it. Damn! <laughs> I broke. I, <laughs> I find that song quite uh, quite t-worded. Uh, why? Because <laughs> it was the theme for my aborted podcast. About oh. abortion. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually called the aborted podcast. What, and that was yeah. a big, uh, Why that was were you issue. a man presenting it? And why did you choose that song? Because <laughs> 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 it's got the Let's wha- get it on by Mark because it goes whap, whap. I'm trying to get it on baby. It's got the word baby in it. And, and it is it is famously the only song with the word baby in it. But it's, yeah. it's not about you're not talking about getting the baby, you're about talking about an abortion. <laughs> it's like you need a different like I would have gone with What are you doing? You're playing an advert now. <laughs> it was about abortion. It had the word baby in it. It was the song I played. No one liked the podcast. Yes, okay. It was Why? four hours of opinions about abortion from the UK's top men. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like a phenomenal idea for a podcast. Yeah, he's just playing an episode. And then we'd pause it there. Yeah, and that's how the podcast would begin. <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's try it again, and I'll, I'll do the podcast okay, again okay, for you. Okay, okay. You all have to be characters on it. You can be uh, Jacob Rees-Mogg, he was on it. <laughs> you can be uh, Paul Daniels. Okay. <laughs> So it's a podcast about abortion 
with only male guests. Yeah, and I mean, it, <laughs> no wonder it's it got about, aborted. It's about right. time All that right. Paul Daniels' opinion on abortion. All right, let's hear <laughs> this podcast. And you're, yeah. You've got to be a character as well. You can be uh, who else did I have? Another who was really good. Uh, Tyson Fury. He was, he was on the podcast. Ready? <laughs> Go. Hello and welcome to the Abortion Podcast with me, Steve Koenig. We're going to talk about abortion. Tyson Fury, what do you think about abortion? I'm happy to be here, uh, Steve. Uh, I, I think it's a good thing. I also Excellent. I, what do you think about abortion, Jacob Rees-Mark? It's murder. Uh, and, and it is a sin. Fair enough. What do you think about it, Paul Daniels? Uh, uh, yes. Uh, well, I. Yeah. Uh, has anyone seen any good abortions recently? <laughs> Stop. We're stopping this. I'm stopping this right now. I've been. I think I've let this go on as far. Mm. Steve, Steve, Steve. That's a terrible podcast. That mm. is one of. That is awful. I, I know it's not an actual episode, but that. That's that's it. You just got them on. So, like, seen any good abortions recently? That's terrible. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't successful. How many episodes did you do? <laughs> 12,000. Oh my <laughs> God. How? There, and, How and, did you get 12,000 <laughs> episodes recorded? How long are they? Uh, about three hours. Oh my God. <laughs> and, how, and did you did you actually get the actual people or did you just get people that you know? We got, the, we got about two million listeners at peak. Uh, <laughs> you got two million Mm. Okay, I'm going to ask you. Why are you still using me as a platform when well, you've got two million listeners? It my career. Time? <laughs> but this is... Oh, Steve, 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 Steve. What does Sarah have to say about this? The woman that you were allegedly married to? Although I'm really beginning to doubt that. <laughs> well, she was supportive at first. And then when she actually listened to the podcast, she said, this is not appropriate. So I had to stop it. And that's why I wrecked my career, because I made it not about abortion. And they hated that. My listeners. Wait, so how many of the, how many of the twelve thousand episodes did you get through before she started listening to your work? About uh, eleven thousand nine hundred ninety-nine. <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's not 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 the most supportive. <laughs> what, what did no, I only met her when I'd been doing about ten thousand. Okay. What did you tell her the podcast was about? Uh, I was straight up. I said it's about babies and <laughs> my love for them. And uh, she said, that sounds great. And then we got it on from there. (laughs) 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 Yes, okay, right. That's a very strange story, Steve. A very bizarre tale of one of the worst podcasts ever made. But loads of listeners, so... (laughs) Apparently. Well, nobody ever went poor underestimating the intelligence and taste of the general public. Hats off to you, Steve. Not jealous at all. (laughs) Anyway... Well, there you have it. That was the best of 2017 part two. Um, and that kind of pretty much took us into 2018. So that's that. Um, that was all right, wasn't it? That was interesting. Going back over memory lane on uh, seeing those early episodes and hearing how badly they were recorded and, you know, listening to everybody talk over each other and banging on the table and audibly, audibly pouring water in front of the microphone 
and uh, relentlessly unfocused chats. Yeah, um, we've honed it a lot since then. I'd like to think we produce a much tighter show now. Um, one thing that I'm still not very good at, though, is actually uh, doing these intro and outros to the best ofs. Uh, I'm, I, I think we should probably get somebody in to do these with me because it just feels weird speaking by myself um, in the room. Um, I just want to thank everybody who has ever appeared as a guest on this show. Um, I, I don't have their names to hand, and for fear of missing anybody out, I will just include the notes for it in the show notes. Um, but needless to say, uh, the show wouldn't be the same if we didn't have some of those funny people on it. So thank you. And also thank you to you, the listener, who has somehow made it this far. Uh, through uh, the, the, this ramble oh my god I am so tired I'm so so tired I'm really sorry I I have to get this out there I all I'm thinking about now is my bed though my bed and just how comfortable it is and how I, I just want to be asleep I just want to I just want to be unconscious right now and just be nothing I want to be nothing right now it's that's all I want. So I'm going to end this. I'm going to end this. I'm sorry to end it on such a weird note, but good night and God bless. Um, keep supporting your local bookstores and libraries. My name's Ben Shinsey. Um, bye bye. I love you. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>